Uh, good evening everyone and welcome to the photo show uh, we've all been away for a few weeks so we haven't uh, done a show for a while now so it's interesting to get all the guys back and we're going to have a chat talk about what we found in the news some gear items and tonight's topic is we're going to talk about shooting in your local area and keeping um, rather than traveling around and going far and f uh, far afield we're looking at what you can do in your local area and the guys have all got some some great ideas on that so let's uh, let's say hello to everyone. So hello, Ian. Good evening. Good evening. Nice bluebells there. Where's that? Yeah, yeah, that was a recent one. Um, Penrose Estate. Um, is that a small area of bluebells actually? But they were on a quite a steep slope. So right. looking up at them, you get sort of more blue, if that makes sense. Because if you if you imagine if you're sort of level with bluebells, you you can sometimes you get like a, just a thin strip of bluebells if you're yeah. coming through this through the shot you've either got to get some height or so but they're on this lovely bank and most people just sort of walk past them and i spotted them last year and yeah so really nice yeah there's there's your eye coming in again good good um neil good evening how are you that's um, a spectacular I'm backdrop good. yeah we had a i had a week in innsbruck uh, we had a service meeting there and uh when i arrived there was there was fresh snow on the mountains Wow. Uh, it was only a couple of weeks ago, but uh, it was gone. I took a picture two nights later from the same spot um, with, with, where there were no clouds. And actually, it doesn't look as good because all that snow was gone. Yeah. It's just, just a little bit up really, really high. So Yeah, yeah it was very nice. I, I love the uh, the colour in the in, in the front with all the, all the, shot, all the yeah. houses there. Yeah. I have to say it was a, a, a scour on Instagram that, uh, that made me think of taking that. Yeah, lovely. And Damien, good evening. Um, I see you've been on the BBC again. I saw one of your photos uh, a couple of few weeks ago, wasn't it? Was it? Did you see? It? Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got my backdrop all sorted out. One that didn't make it, but uh, it looks which... like your shirt's matching as well. I know. It's good, when he was when he was scratching his head, he was struggling to remember which image it was. That's, been that's on the right. BBC yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very, very yeah. difficult, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember which one it was now, which, but uh, I, I, I try and get an image every day up there and have a go at it. And uh, there's a bit of a competition to do it, but yeah. yeah. All Is good. It, it, does that fall under the throw enough against the wall and some of it will stick? Yes, that, it's always the case of that, yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm saying your photographs are up, but uh, you know what I mean. Good. I was, I was reading an article today that made me feel better because it said, even, when you even think of the, um, when you even... Think of the best photographers. They never show you their average ones. They always show you the best ones. So always the best ones you're seeing, which is always the always true. Yeah. Here's someone who'd love to be able to show an average true. one. One of my best ones. God, true. <laughs> right. I feel like I've gone through a patch of average photos at the moment. But uh, I don't know. You've had a couple of good ones out there on your Instagram, yeah. don't we? Yeah. I know. I, 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 it's just that, you know, it's this mental... I can see why people get uh, get sort of depressed about it because you think you look at others and you think, oh, if only I'd taken that photograph without thinking what your own one looks like. No, I think it's an interesting point actually because um, even just talking about these bluebells, I went out with a friend and uh, he was asking me a couple of days later, oh, you know, did, did you get anything with, you know you liked from from that trip? And I was like, yeah, all right. I think the more photography you do, sort of the the higher the bar is, isn't it? And the well, I've noticed it is sometimes pretty... difficult to come away with something that you're, you know, you're really, really happy with. I think, I think the other thing you have to, you know, well, let's get onto it a bit later. I was going to say about challenging yourself, but we, we should talk about that a bit later. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying your three six five, by the way, Ian, because you're starting to relax a bit now, and the pictures are starting to get really interesting. Not that they weren't interesting <laughs> before, but by relax, you, you mean I'm, I'm, I've got to the point where I'll just put any old crap up now. Because well, no, I, yeah, I need yeah, a photo yeah. for that day. That's what you're it not is. Concentrating yeah. on it, it's got to be this exact picture here, that picture there. It's now getting a more sort of interesting. Yeah, like, I haven't taken one. I haven't taken one today. I'll take a picture of the snooker. That's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's been a few of those, yeah. Yeah, good. Good. Okay, so uh, everyone seems to be on great form tonight. So let's, uh, let's get on to uh, what we're going to talk about for tonight's show. So 
So what have we got uh, for you tonight in tonight's news section? A couple of items that we've seen as we've been scouring the various websites we all look at. Um, we're going to start off with, uh, I think, the first one, the simplest one. Uh, Neil, uh, your um, your Z9 has got a new firmware update, is that correct? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit, a bit nice too. It, it has made a, a big improvement to the camera. They've, uh, they've done a number of cha changes on still um, photos and video. I haven't really looked at the video side of it, I have to say. But uh, my favourite thing is uh, they have this now, this uh, pre-release. It's already on some other cameras, I believe. But you can set um, such that when you half-press the shutter, it starts recording images. Um, and you can set it to whether it's a one-second buffer or you know down to something like uh, 0.2 of a second, I think it is. And it'll buffer the images, um, either at 30 or 120 frames second and then as soon as you hit the button it, it takes those images for that half second before plus whatever you um you're taking uh, with your finger held on the button uh, i tried it out on um a kingfisher i had about an hour's hour spare sit and watch for a kingfisher up at a, a local um uh, nature nature park and uh yeah it, this kingfish came and sat down and he was dipping into the water, but he, it's really difficult to get that um, that sort of capture just as it starts to move. But actually, yeah, it worked, it worked really well. The focus tracking worked well with it. It was very impressive, very, very impressive. The only problem is the number of images you end up with. Mm -hmm. You just end up with more and more images if you're not careful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a temptation to use it in every scenario, but uh, yeah. There's only a few. I was thinking of using it for sports, but I don't think so. Um, yeah. So, but it, that that feature is really good. Uh, they've put in some other things. There's some new uh, autofocus customizable areas you can you can program, um, as well as uh, new new videos. So all the previously promised video formats. Um, so for the 8K 60P, which was promised at the beginning, that's all now been implemented. So all the, the promises, if you like, have uh, been implemented with this new firmware. It's probably about a 40% photographic, 60% video upgrade, I think. Um, there's a nice motion blend uh, feature as well you can do in camera. So if you take a series of images with something moving in the image, you can select the images you want to blend in camera and it'll blend them actually in the camera itself. It works not bad. But if you've got lots of things moving in the background, it can't figure it out. So it, ideally, you want something with a plain background. Um, seems to be the theme from what I've seen. But it, it saves you doing it um, in, in Photoshop, effectively. Interesting. Can you um, say about like the video features you haven't really had played with? And you know, I don't do any video, really, with my cameras. I just wonder if there's a market out there for you know, almost two versions of the Z9, you know, yeah. stills, stills only, and then one that does stills and the video side of it. And, you, you know, the stills one is slightly slightly cheaper because it's less, it's got less features. I, I think that... But I think a lot of it these days is just um, in software and firmware. Yeah. So I don't know if it would make it all that much cheaper. Uh, the, the guy in the photo show said that about the Canon, the R5 and the R6, uh, it would, he just asked, do you do a lot of video? I said, no. He said, well, then you don't really need the R5. The R6 will be a better camera. Yeah, you say that, but the, the, between the R5 and the R6, you, you've got quite a megapixel difference. Um, and the R6 doesn't have the, the top plate display. And I use that all the time on my camera. That, that's why I would, you know, I used... rather rather have the R5 over the R6 if money wasn't an option. Yeah, yeah. Canon did release a video version of the R5 last year, wasn't it? There was a second version which had a, a deeper a deeper body mount to allow for more more space and a, I think a, a, a bigger heat sink <laughs> didn't they, to try yeah. and cool yeah. cool the thing down. I just I just love love the way we start talking about Nikon and you guys go straight to Canon. <laughs> <laughs> We can't let you have the whole, I did say, whole you know, show. A stills version of the Z9, or a, you know, yeah. Video. I mean, I, I've started. I've done. I've started doing a couple of little bits of video, just little clips, um, and sw switching between the two. But it's, it's having the time to process it afterwards and do something with it. That's that's the biggest issue. And I think 
maybe that's where a phone is much easier unless you're doing some something you know you really need that resolution for it was really interesting i don't know if you guys watched the, the photography online youtube channel but they've done they've started doing a video segment i mean they they rave about i, I think to be honest i think they've been there's some sponsorship going there with the the dolby atmos stuff is it the hd dolby hdr yeah. stuff that the iphone does but i mean they, they rave about it i mean they they say you know if in doubt just use the iphone because it's that good yeah, yeah. It, it, it's surprising i i shot some 4k video on my um iphone 12 the other day and it just blows your mind it's amazing what it what, what it produces so. okay uh let's move on we um we also saw that um uh coming uh, uh back to to you uh neil um uh nick said that they're going to try not and raise the price of the z9 but our old friends over at leica who obviously are struggling with a bit for money these days with the, the charges they're saying they're having to put their cameras up by as much as 10 percent in some cases um anyone looking now's the time to buy you save all the price rises but i think nick on nick kind of already raised their prices on some of the lenses uh, and Canon have as well. So some stuff has already gone up. Um, but I mean, what I what I have noticed uh, when you talk about price rises is the secondhand market yeah, has, say, yeah. has, has gone up. Um, and not only that, but the because you can't get hold of the cameras, some of the um, the camera stores are actually putting them up even higher. There's a Z9 at a local online store in Switzerland at the moment. It's 500 francs more, so 400 pounds more yeah. than the standard one. And it's an import. Someone's got it from somewhere. Um, so the warranty is not worth anything within Switzerland because it's an import um, with Nikon. And, and yeah, they've stuck a, an extra price tag on it. Usually it's the other way around. It's cheaper. But because you can't get them, they've, they've stuck another 400 pound on it. So prices are going up for sure. It's in everywhere. I mean, it's even in cars, second-hand car markets. Uh, my daughter needed to get a higher car. Um, and even higher cars, you can't get higher cars for love and money at the moment because people are, are using them because they can't get new cars. Yeah. Yeah, I was right. told last week it's a six-month um, waiting for a new car. I've got to order one for work. Now, as we often uh, cover in the in the show here, we look at uh, various uh, competitions run by a lot of the different organisations and uh, see how they run throughout the year. The one that caught my eye uh, was this new competition, as far as I can see, is the RSPCA Young Photographer of the Year. Um, the event is now open and they're looking for, for uh, entries. And I think the date is the 16th of August for the last uh, entries. Um, Neil was asking was how young is young. Um, I'll have to have a look that up and see what uh, whether any of us would still qualify. Um, but it no. might be something that you, if you have uh, uh, you know young, young friends or young people that you know uh, who are starting to get into photography, to uh, to have a look at this. Uh, what do you think, Ian? No, I was just looking. I'm actually flicking through at the moment um, through last year's images. Yeah, I'm going to show up some of the pictures here. Can, they uh, some are are pretty stunning. Aren't oh, they? just. What? amazing yeah what tell you what's tell you what's interesting i've just looked at the age categories and they have three um sort of teenage down to you know so you're under 12 12 to 15 16 to 18 a lot of these competitions normally it's just young photographer end of but yeah. it's nice they actually categorized it good okay i'll try and encourage I all think, my um, brood to uh, take some photographs i think it's um it's good Good to have the competition, but I think you know, have youngsters getting involved in nature and wildlife is is really good, especially at that age. You know, if you can that that generation, if you can sort of capture their minds in that you know natural world, wildlife, you know, looking after the planet, you know, I think that gets them on a, a good footing going forward, doesn't it? Because they're the people that well, you know, they're gonna have to fix some of the problems, I guess, yeah. going forward. Yeah. Not, not that, of course, those of us with uh, kids or grandchildren uh, have lots of spare time because they all seem to fill up their whole week with uh, every other conceivable, not only just the schoolwork, but then they've got sports and they've got plays and they've got uh, groups and everything. So, uh, yeah, I, I was trying to get our local school, in, primary school involved in our summer fate. Uh, and the head teacher there was 
pretty dismissive because um, they didn't want to interfere in their core curriculum. They didn't really want to do anything in the school which was outside their curriculum. And as they, as she said, the, all the kids seem to have so many things to do in the evenings and weekends. It's uh, trying to add one more into it makes it thing. But then again, the kids love things like Snapchat, don't they? And, and they're always using their phone for taking pictures. If you could at least encourage them maybe to think along yeah, those lines. Yeah, I think lines. what's quite clever with the RSPCA there is there is a, there is a mobile category. You know. Yeah, yeah. How, how many kids of that age have got have got mobile phones and are snapping away already? You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've got a good section on um, photo tips as well. Yeah. So I've shown the links up here. Please uh, go and have a quick look. And as I said, please encourage um, your, your your youngsters to uh, have a go, take part. Let them uh, borrow your Z9, um, Neil, for uh, go out and take some photographs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, two other things that we're going to talk about. They're one not quite camera related, but we saw this and we did. It did make us laugh. Um, they they're looking at various ways of getting. Um, product into space and how quick, cheaply and quickly they can do it. And we've seen the various different connotations from some of the big people like SpaceX and, and Blue Orion and people like that. But you came across one here uh, where they're, they're literally, it's almost like on the end of a piece of string and then you let it whiz away and it flies up into space and they attach yeah, they, the camera they, to one of these. They've, they've basically sent something around a centrifuge and accelerated it to a thousand miles an hour and then let it go. Um, and they've, they've attached a camera to this thing as well. So it's filmed the whole thing. Um, word of warning, if you watch it, uh, you could feel quite sick. It spins quite a lot. Yeah, don't watch um, it after dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. I think they sent it up to 25,000 feet. Wow, yeah. Um, so it was quite impressive. But, yeah, they're just looking for a, a way of launching something into a low earth orbit um without using a, a rocket without using a fuel fuel load so if there's some way they can catapult it or in this case with a very large centrifuge um launch it out and uh, yeah that's what they're doing and it was a test and they, they someone decided to attach a camera yeah bit of a novel yeah. film that's a that's a gopro gone gopro mate <laughs> <laughs> I know because we, uh, one of our colleagues, uh, you and the uh, photo show uh, uh, starter was, he had one of these. Uh, it was like a glider, and you shoved the GoPro in the front, and you threw the glider, or you launched it with a, a catapult to take aerial shots, which was was quite intriguing. It depended on how far it was, it would glide for, glide for. Um, but I've also noticed. I don't know when anyone watches any of the the SpaceX launches or some of the other people, some of the photography in that, the, the cameras they're using, you're getting some wonderful shots of the, the launch from the launch pad. Uh, and of course, the fascinating thing is when they, they land the, the um, first stage back, there's just phenomenal. I remember I'm a, I'm a child of the uh, Saturn V uh, where it was all just throwaway. But uh, there was another one which I saw last week. They tried to capture the first stage with a helicopter. Uh, the first stage was coming down by parachute and this helicopter comes along with a big hook on it and captures the parachute, um, which all went exceedingly well until they actually caught it and realised it was a little bit heavier than they actually uh, had expected. And they actually, they ended up dropping it into the sea. It didn't quite uh, work out as they planned, but that's how you, that's how you learn, isn't it? So. Okay, uh, and finally, talking about uh, things that are not quite right, um, Ian, you saw this thing about, do you want to explain what Crazy Eyes was? Yeah, so it's um, a story I'll on Petapixel. I'll show the link up here for people uh, to have a look at, but uh, yeah. just explain, Ian. This, uh, this bride was quite surprised when she got uh, her images back from the photographer, uh, flicking through the images, and she <laughs> felt something wasn't quite right with some of them. And... Um, the photographer has done some creative work with the eyes where people have, you know, had their eyes shut during the photos. And yeah, he hasn't done a very good job. <laughs> he or she hasn't done a very good job. Um, it's, it almost, it's just looks, funny to look it almost looks like he's photoshopped the wrong eyes onto the wrong face, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> quite right, yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah. Uh, I know we've all yeah, done yeah, stuff yeah. like that, and the 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 uh, I know in my case the old adage is, is always take two or three shots when you're doing stuff like that just in case. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have been happy if I got them back from a wedding. It's yeah. I well, mean, yeah, I mean, I have done I have done it for wedding photos. I've you know always take you know if it's a group shot, always take 
two or three shots and then but it doesn't matter what you do even if you find the best one there'll be in there somewhere there'll be someone looking the wrong way or eyes shut so then i go back to the previous ones and check see if that person was paying attention in those ones and you know do a bit of cutting and copy and paste and, and put it onto the to the right one but um, but hopefully not as bad as that <laughs> that's not too bad when you've got a group shot of 20 people you know because the size is about right but when it's only like four people in the picture and you put, <laughs> you put the photographs in like oh dear yeah that's maybe not the right way to do it what what was that thing we saw a couple of weeks ago we discussed about the ai photos do you remember that where they're now crazy yeah, the, there was the, that program that was the, yeah, yeah i think he would have done better. ai portraits wasn't it yeah, yeah I think he would have done better if he'd done the AI pictures, you know, because at least the bride and groom would say, well, well, who is that face? We don't recognise those people at all, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't mm. think that was uh, uh, wedding photography at its best. <laughs> so looking through the uh, new gear uh, in the last few weeks, it's been a bit light, actually. We've been quite surprised there's not uh, an awful lot to talk about. The one we're going to discuss briefly now is this new Pixie um, uh, flying drone camera launched by Snapchat. Um, we've been looking up on the website. There's not an awful lot of information on it at the moment other than nice glossy uh, sales promotions and promotional videos. But the concept behind it is interesting. But there are a couple of points. Uh, the one I saw was that you don't actually control it. Uh, it's, uh, an, it's an automated uh, drone. Uh, which has preset flight modes in it. You can set it to do, pick one or two, uh, what you want it to film, and it will then go off and do that and then come back to you. But you don't actually have physical control of it. Uh, what do you think, uh, Ian? What do you think about this? Um, I feel old, is that's what I feel. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm at that age of, you know, now, at that time in my life where people, you know, kids talk about Snapchat and TikTok and I don't know what they're on about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I mean, it's a nice looking little product, but um, I've got so many questions that I can't seem to find answers for on the website. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. how long is it going to run for? How long a video can you do? Um, but, and it doesn't look like it's going to be UK available at the moment. So I don't, no. I don't know how it fits in with our drone sort of laws. Yeah, um, I guess if, if it added long enough, you know, the other question I had was, you know, can does the video only go to Snapchat or can you, have the video just saved to your, you know, your, yeah. your phone, yeah. you know, because actually doing, if you're doing like, a, you know, you, you see you, these YouTube videos, if you're doing a, a piece to camera where you're just talking to the camera, it could actually be quite, quite useful. You've got your hands free. It's just hovering there. You could do a nice piece to camera if you like. And but, you, um, I would imagine you'd be able to do a tracking shot where you could, you could walk along a path if you wanted, you're yeah. describing something and yeah. it would film you moving along. Yeah. Um, but I say, was it two two hundred forty? Yeah, sorry, take take you out. Uh, two hundred forty nine dollars. We saw as the price for it in America. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think they'll have big issues about CAA approval here um, because you're not in control. Uh, that's the one thing they are they are so hot on that you you have to be in visual control and visual sight of the drone at all times. There must be there must be some sort of control. You know, okay you can press a button and it just goes and does something but there must be an interface to it so and otherwise there's two things is one is it, when you launch this thing if there's other people around it and it's going to go into some tracking mode <laughs> is it going to go and track them and then how do you get it to stop tracking them and then come and yeah, that's, track that's, you? yeah that makes me wonder whether it is tied to snapchat app and that you do have like a, a stop button within the app that you could you know for emergency stop type control yeah there's there's probably some sort they do show a picture of it with a smartphone uh, i mean there's a tremendous thirst for for video content for the tiktok channels the real channels and now snapchat chat and that's all they want to go for is is anything that will just capture the imagination for 30 seconds and then on to the next thing yeah yeah i think now you touch on a good point there demo i think yeah we're oh, i'm concerned with sort of running time and stuff actually but actually the market is you're exactly right it's short 15 to 30 second videos on tiktok instagram and yeah that's yeah. what people are producing now isn't it uh, 
Mm. And I even and noticed that you get better exposure. I was chatting to someone, better exposure on Instagram. If you, if you did a reel of your photographs, so there's a portrait photographer and each night he put on about 30 photographs in 30 seconds. So that, and uh, he got a lot more reach, so he says, doing that to his business rather than just do, doing a couple of pictures on the, the normal Instagram. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, no, it was, we saw that last year, didn't we, about that little flying drone that was going to be developed for your house use. That would sit in this little charger. Do you remember that one we saw? Same sort of thing. Oh, who was that? Part. Was that um, was that Ness? That wasn't. Yeah, um, it was people security who drone. The, the the doorbell. The um, doorbells. Yeah. Yeah. So you could, and it would, it would learn the house, so it could fly around the house for you, checking whether you closed windows or, you know, whether whether your uh, your partner was up to something no good with the with the milkman. So, um, it'd be be quite interesting. Again, I suppose this thing as well is going to be a lot of privacy issues. If you can just pop this thing up in the air, look over your neighbour's garden, see what they're up to, and and it's uh, yeah, even more more things for you to watch out for. So we'll keep an eye on that one, and uh, when we get some more more news on that, we'll come back to you. Um, now we mentioned in the last show, uh, uh, Neil wasn't with us that time, um, so we decided to hang off until we get our intrepid Nick on reporter back. Uh, this new 800 mil lens uh, is that real lust lens, lust envy, uh, Neil? Yeah, 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 yeah. It had me drooling <laughs> for quite a while, and that, with Ian messaging me going, "Oh, buy two. <laughs> oh, was there a bog off deal on them? Oh, that's even better. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd be lucky to get two, I think. Um, no, it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting lens in that it's very light for its size or its reach, I should say. Um, so it's, I've got a, I've got the 200, 500 F mount, and I was curious to know, you know, what the weight of this was, and then I looked up the weight of, of that lens that I have. And actually, they're the same weight, so it is a very light lens yeah. for its size. I mean, eight hundred mil is, is is a substantial amount of lens, and the price for that size lens as well is also very good. It's uh, six and a half thousand US dollars. So, yeah, say that quickly, uh, Neil. Rate. When you say it's a good price, it's a good price well, yeah. compared to, compared to the rest. Yeah. Let's, let's say compared to what else is out there. Um, there were rumours people thinking it'd come out at like ten thousand dollars more than that, right. um, but they've—it's a PF lens, this phase Fresnel. Um, so there's a certain type of optic that they use on some of the lenses um, that they've got on the F mounts. They're now starting to introduce into the Z mount as well, but that's what makes it to be so much more light. Yeah, um, it's getting some we good reviews. There's been there's been at least one. Uh, stupid video I saw, which was a photographer, obviously been given a lens uh, with very little time, and he was taking portraits with it. So he was using an eight hundred mil lens. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it was very weird. I mean, they, they were good portraits. Imagine but... trying to direct the model. Yeah, drop your arm down a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah. Exactly. exactly. I'd, I'd imagine they'd call that postcode portrait, wouldn't they? Because you'd be in yeah, one yeah. postcode and they'd be in the other. So, yeah. Perfect for lockdown, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, social distancing. Yeah. We, we saw that. Do you remember at the photo show last year, Damien, when we were there? They had that, that 800 lens there, uh, the demo oh, model. Yeah, yeah. And we were looking through that and it was the, the quality was phenomenal. Well, you know, it was only just set up on a stand. You could just quickly look at it. But, it, you know, you were looking right down the other end of the hall uh, and the detail and depth, the quality was just stupendous. Really, really good. Really good. Well, I found quite interesting with this uh, is in all the advertising, as soon as they start advertising, and in fact, it's not just this lens, it's all lenses at the moment, it seems they're doing it. They say, oh, you know, it's 800 mil full frame, and then you put a teleconverter on it, and that'll make it, you know, two times teleconverter, that's 1600 mil full frame. And then they say, oh, yeah, but then you, you can use um, the, the crop set crop sensor mode, uh, and it becomes even more. You know, it's now like 2000 something mil. And it's like, well, all you're doing is cropping it in camera and not out, out of camera. Okay, the image you take has less pixels, therefore it's less physical size, but you're not really zooming any further with it. 
And there seems to be a lot of emphasis on, um, you know, adding the teleconverter on and having even a longer lens. And they don't, they never mention that, you know, it's already a, what is it, a 6.3, I think, F, F stop. Yeah, 6.3. And you stick a two time teleconverter on that, and you're going to have what, an F? How many stops is that? Is that two, two stops loss, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. like an F11. Yeah, so it'd be, yeah, it'd be F11. Yeah. 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 So so which is not really one. usable, is it? Well, it is if you've got a nice, bright, sunny day. Mm. Yeah. But oh. if it's a drab, overcast autumn autumn day, then no, it's not. So not you, you, are you whacking up the ISO at that point then to, to give yourself some... some... Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, we've said nine that worry you or that I asked. Well, it, it was worrying me with the noise, but Adobe have just updated Lightroom and it handles it now superbly well. Huh. I have to say, that's good. Mm. Yeah, Damo, really you were saying there earlier on about uh, you were looking in was it amateur photographer? They were looking at the zoom ranges on the new uh, S22 Galaxy, and you were Galaxy, quite impressed yeah. with that. Because that's well, uh, that's a hundred a hundred times there is digital zoom, isn't it? On the on the when you get into them sort of uh, lengths. Yeah, so they, they look very good. The mobile phones, the Galaxy one. I've seen some people taking pictures of them. The trouble is, it they tend to be a bit HDR-y and in, in what they look like. But the pictures that they, they show were good. I can't can't complain. They're going to get better and better. Mm. And I've I've heard some. The only trouble is they just tend to. It, it, they fudge certain photographs. Are they to me, they fudge rainbows because they bring rainbows into one color, and they fudge night. For, oh, you can t see a beautiful picture of the sky, but then the algorithm doesn't like it. It wants to make it daylight, and so there's mm. there's some some situations where the camera fools you. Yeah, even if you got the telephoto. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't beat a good prime lens, I suppose, because it's a simple thing, can you? It's not. Uh... All, all the all yeah. the modern technology. It's a, if it's a good lens like the eight hundred, you're, you're you're starting from a great point uh, to to do any kind of work, aren't you? I, I met a guy. Uh, I was at a rugby match in, in the UK when we were back a few weeks ago. Uh, Arlequins, and we we're walking across the bottom end of the pitch. And there was a guy there. I spotted he had a pair of Z nines. Yeah. Uh, I had a bit of a chat with him. He he got them to go to the Olympics, but never went. Mm. He was given them early to go to the Olympics. And uh, he had a 400 f 2.8 lens on one, but the f mount, yeah. I, your face here was exactly what his face was when he was talking like, about. It must the be new like Z that. Mount. Yeah, yeah it's huge. He, he he really is after the new Z mount. The one he's got is is old. He says, but he can't afford the divorce. <laughs> uh, well, we all wish. We all wish. Yeah. And someday. Um, a Nikon executive who watches these shows, hopefully, will say, oh, I'll tell you what, guys, let me give you a couple for you to have a look at and, and give us a proper in-depth review. So um, we'll keep hoping and we'll keep trying. OK, let's move on. That's unfortunately all the gear we found this week, which was worth bringing to you. There's a couple of other items, but uh, so we'd like to try and show you stuff that we know what we're talking about rather than just uh, uh, fill out the space with uh, stuff we found on the web. Um, okay, let's move on to our topic for tonight. So tonight's topic, um, the guys who were discussing uh, about, we, we've called it local, uh, about uh, photo photography in your local area. Um, but how local is local? Um, Ian, what do you what do you think of how we, we, we go about defining local and why? Um, yeah, I guess, you know, the pandemic played a part in, well, certainly for me in my head, um, local. I guess, you know, for me, local now is sort of anything that I can just walk out the front door and go and do without sort of popping in the car. Um, you know, I was lucky. What the pandemic did do for me was it forced me to discover areas locally and I'm sure a lot of people fell into that I mean I some of the footpaths that I found locally I wouldn't have found without the pandemic and some of the shots I've got as a result you know I would consider sort of portfolio work um, and that's all on the doorstep so but coming out of the pandemic um, 
there's this sense of oh we've got this freedom now but then me personally more sort of recently you know i've been thinking you know the fuel price um mm. of just getting in the car and, and going out um can i afford to do that um because it you know it's, it's a bit of a pinch um but also the environmental impact of you know how comfortable do i because you know i love the natural world you know nature wildlife how comfortable do i feel about just popping out in the car just to go and take some photos um, that doesn't mean i don't do it i do do it but i think I, I find myself considering it more yeah um and i'm lucky i've got you know car math which is my local walk so it got me thinking is it possible to take you know is there a lifetime a lifetime of images just on on my doorstep and i think there probably is there is there is you know there are times where i'll go out and there isn't a shot to be had but then something surprises me so you know different light different type of wildlife something that i didn't see before a different technique you know so i think that i think there are there's more on your doorstep um that's possible um and the current sort of living crisis if you like cost of living crisis has forced me just to rethink yeah you know yeah, yeah i traveled to the bluebells last week so i do do it but i i'm finding i'm doing it less yeah yeah do you find also that if you are staying was said local um are you able to to think about recording um a particular scene or area over a period of time you, you know is it possible to go back to the same same spot every month or every week or whatever and yeah then, i have thought about doing that catalog that change yeah. yeah i haven't done it but although i am see, already seeing changes you know the old tree that used to be there that isn't there anymore or you know a, you know a, a, maybe a different way that a farmer is using a field etc so there, there are subtle changes that you probably wouldn't otherwise otherwise notice um is there, i haven't the different ways of, uh, of taking the images as well locally i mean you know one day there might be lots of blossom you end up with a, a nice storm and the blossom tends to go away but that brings out other animals i mean i was walking locally literally from from my front door um and i took out uh, the macro lens and started photographing these slugs and snails that were going across the paths because we just had fresh rain and but it's you know it's not what i went out to photograph um but then my timing and the timing of the rain was bad so yeah you end up looking at something different and it actually i found it quite interesting in the end so there, I think there is a lot more to be had because I thought I'd um, used, you know, photographed everything in the area, but you never have. It's always something different. I, mean, I, 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 I just love going locally. So I, yes, I get, I've got a bike and get on the towpaths and, uh, and use the train network. So I've got a local uh, train and get me down to Stratford and get over to Worcester, Kidderminster, into Birmingham or down um use the country roads and i've worked out where you can get off the beaten track with it and it's really good i found i found an old i found an old church a methodist church that had not been uh, and i'd missed it i'd missed it during the pandemic locals had found it and it was a, a disused church and that was quite interesting so i often find that there's often different places to go to and you sometimes go out with that attitude that's going to be a bit boring and then you find things that you're going to take photographs of it's always really good um and it's the early morning ones it's difficult to know where to go i'm always looking for somewhere different to go very early in the morning i'm using the weather apps to look to the place to go and then i fall asleep and forget to get up in the morning but yeah <laughs> if, if i do get up i think that you know so public transport's great to get around the place i mean somebody uh, one person I follow does a picture off the top of a bus every day, and that's quite interesting. Um, that, that's not for me. There's there's a local photographer gets up early every morning and takes some stunning pictures, um, uh, and he gets them in all the local papers. He's got a fantastic following, and it's all in the local area, and he's still taking the same pictures in the same places, but the sun's 
slightly different, a slightly different way. And then he's got a bird table in the backyard. And he takes pictures of the birds. And after a while, you know, you, you just have to take your, take your hat off to him. He just does a really good job of taking local photographs. The other thing, the other thing I, I found is if you, you walk a particular route, if you always walk the same route, you should try yeah. walking it in the opposite direction. Yes. In reverse, because it's amazing what you will then see that you didn't see. Yeah, just turn it if you're out on a walk and just turn just turn around the, the view is spectacularly mm. different sometimes no, i'm, that, so, no, I'm sorry i'm sorry neil I, I just had this vision of you turning and walking backwards down the same path no, I, knew, <laughs> I knew that's what you were <laughs> like. i thought oh no i thought i don't think that was going to quite going to work but yeah you mean do the the, the other the other way around okay i thought that's what you were going to sniggle at yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, the, the, other the, thing, the um, sky suddenly appears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you fall over. That last <laughs> should come with a with a small warning that please do not walk backwards <laughs> <That's> right, <yeah. laughs> on the same route. Yeah, yeah. Other walking practices are available. Yeah. Um, yeah Dad, the, are you... the other thing I find. Go on, sorry, Nelson. So the other the other thing I find is, by you know, because I do a, a fairly similar route um, quite regularly. It sounds silly, but I, I, I know like the, the shapes on the horizon or the hedgerow shapes. So if there's a bird sitting there, I can spot it like miles off almost because that that silhouette shape in the land that I'm used to seeing. There's there's a difference to it, and I think you can only, you can only know that when you've spent a lot of time, in an area. Um, and when it the rain, other thing is when it rains as well. Puddles. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, we're not going to start mm -hmm. talking about reflections now, are we, Damien? Yeah, yes, your Sorry, and I interrupted you. Throw. You're, 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 you're actually you have luxury in the UK because the roads aren't as well looked kept as they are in Switzerland. <laughs> it's funny. It's only it was only after a while, and we had had some heavy rain. I'm like, where are the puddles? <laughs> it's and, and there just aren't the puddles here. There are, I mean, yeah. you do get the odd one. But obviously, they they keep the drains clear and everything else, and the water runs away, and there's no puddles. Yeah, Dan, so, Dano petitions his local council not to not to fix the puddles. That's what he done. I, I bet he's out. I bet he's out there with a jackhammer some days. <laughs> I, I thought of writing a book about puddles. I puddles I've known. Puddles I've known. <laughs> Hundred great puddles around the UK. Yeah, I think you're. Are, yeah. I think you're onto a winner there, Dave. Have, and you, have and have you'd have to supply a hundred photographs to uh, to demonstrate with uh, where the best well, models, and, models and, are. And if I write the book, I know who will buy it. Ian loves the book. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got a captive audience already. Um, mm. Damien, you mentioned earlier on when we were talking about um, a great resource was the uh, the National Trust. Are you yes, a member the, of the, the National Nas Trust? A member of the National Trust and um, and also the English Heritage, and the other ones that you don't have to be a member of is the um, Wildlife Trust and the uh, Woodland Forestry. Follow, look around. It's certainly in the heart of England. There's quite a lot of um, the wildlife. The, there's the Warwickshire wildlife, the Black Country wildlife. Um, I'm looking to go somewhere tomorrow to take pictures, and I'm thinking I'll go to one of the wildlife trusts because as soon as, as soon as you pick up on one of them that tells you where else is nearby and some of them are just small little areas there's one i'm interested in it's just a it's just the a little bit of a disused railway track and then there's another one for wildlife so those are little interesting things i find locally that you can find as a just a quick a quick resource on yeah. i can spend hours looking on google maps just having a little look to see where you can go and whatever and have we got any of your pictures into these uh, books yet, uh, Damien? Have you managed to uh, wheedle your way in with a, a photograph or two? No, no, not doing too well. Just, just, <laughs> just on the local newspapers and stuff like that. But no, I mean, did, did anyone go in for what? Did you go in for wildlife? Uh, not wildlife photographer, landscape photographer. The area. Right. <laughs> I did on the last day. I left it last minute. I was. I was having an R in and I did. In the end, I did. Good. good. I, I hate entering because I hate entering because I always pick up the I pick the bad ones because I know those ones aren't, aren't going to win, but I haven't got the other ones to win. So I don't know. I always get. 
good. I've given it a go, but I'm keeping my expectation low. I, I, same, same. All right. So, any any top tips then for 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 local photography? Uh, what's 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 your best tip for people to look at this? Get on your bike. Get your walking shoes okay. on. Stand, find, find a nice place to sit for a while. Just sit and watch what happens. Yeah. What goes by, especially with um, uh, wildlife birds, because as soon as you walk into an area, the birds tend to scatter. But if you just sit there quietly for a bit, you'll, you'll be interested. They all start to come back, and, and and you actually then start to spot things you didn't see before. That, or of course, you might have interesting people that walk by. We 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 had a ridiculous and yes, we were driving into High Wycombe. Uh, and I don't know what the people done, but they put some kind of some kind of animal carcass in their back garden, and there must have been about twenty kites all circling around the thing and flying down, um, which was interesting in one or one way or another. But the problem was what they didn't realise was all the car drivers were staring out the windows like this, looking, and we saw at least two accidents where people the dri the drivers had gone into the back of the car in front because they're trying to stare out look out through the windscreen to see all these all these birds but i uh, said so there must have been about 20 kites all circling around swooping and diving and uh so i don't know whether it was a good idea or not but certainly not in your backyard backyard on the so, on that's a, main a lot road. of that's a lot of strings to pull on 20 kites isn't it? <laughs> yeah very good very good <laughs> i like that yes very good okay right so um so there's a challenge to all our viewers uh why don't you think about getting like ian's tip, what, what's ian's tip for going locally you kicked it all off what would you say just explore i mean just for me i the pandemic sort of forced me to a degree i just i'll just be oh there's a public footpath i'm just going to wander down there and have a look and i've discovered some yeah some really nice spots that i'm looking forward to this year um going back to with the macro lens because I found some, you know, just little fields and stuff through these paths with loads of butterflies and stuff. And literally I've only got to walk like 10 minutes up the road. So. Yeah. So as I was saying there, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for all our listeners and viewers uh, to get out there and maybe uh, take some photographs and send them into us. We'd love to see uh, some photographs that you're taking, that you're, uh, participating in this uh, show as well and we can show them up and, ha and have a look so give it a go uh, get out with your camera and as again there's so many good factors to do it to staying local we mentioned there about better for the environment better for your wallet uh, and, and better for your for your health as well to get out and, and walk around um, as long as you're not using your big Harley motorbike Damien I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that you can uh, you can pedal down the cycle down the, the uh, canal routes Yes, but one other point. Sorry, I guess the other the other thing is um, is keeping that that skill of using a camera, yeah. um, because it's local. You you hopefully you can do it sort of more frequently. I mean, it it is it is a skill. I was talking to a fellow photographer the other day, you know, just just having the ability to change. You know, he he said that he's got a friend that can literally in in the dark or without looking at the camera, he can go right. I can I can go f eight one twenty fifth of the second, you know ISO one hundred, and he can do all that without you know even looking at the looking at the camera. So it's just you know it is a skill, it is a technique. Um, so, but if you don't use the camera for a while, then you know, when you do get the opportunity to go out, you're like sort of fumbling around at settings. Going locally as well gives you the opportunity of taking a picture. Let's say you just took a picture of a, a flower. You get home, you look at it, and you think, oh, actually, maybe I could do that differently. So then you can go back out and do it again. It's a, a good way to be able to, you know, as you say, practice, but with repetition as well. Yeah, if you if you drive 100 miles to a particular spot to take some photographs and then get back and find out it didn't work or you hadn't taken the lens cap off or something, it's, a, it's, a, it's another <laughs> yeah. ridiculous trip to go all the way back there to do the same. So... Yeah, a lot, a lot of valid, really good points there about uh, staying local. So, uh, as I said, let, let let us know your comments. Let us know your, your thoughts on this. Uh, and as I said, send us in a few of your photographs that we can uh, show up here on the uh, on the show. I'd like to say a quick mention to our sponsors, TSO Hosts, who provide all the services that we need to get these shows out to you all. Uh, they provide all the server bandwidth we need. Uh, as well as support for our systems. They're a great company to work with. I have my own site with them. Uh, and if you need anything to do with web design, 
um, domain names to hosting anything like that at all please contact them and if you mention btn20 they'll even give you a big discount off your off your first orders okay thanks very much guys uh it was a great show tonight uh, and i hope uh, our audience out there enjoyed our discussions uh if you have any comments to make about what we're saying in the in the topic or our news or gear please send it through uh, i'll show you some links at the end uh, where you can send information or a email or even a photo through a photo or two through to us so uh let's start off uh damien where can people get hold of you i'm on uh, damienwarmsley.com or you can find me on the Instagram on Damo Damo. Okay, lovely. Uh, and Neil, where can we find you? You can find me at dodzyphoto.ch or dodzyphoto on Instagram. Okay, lovely. Uh, and Ian, where do we find you? IanLewisPhoto.co.uk. Okay, great. Uh, and Neil, we have a uh, photo. We have an Instagram account, uh, which is photoshow.uk. Right. Okay. So I've put links up there for everyone to see. Um, of course, those listening on just on the audio channel, the links might be a little bit more difficult to uh, catch up with, but uh, they are in the show notes. If you want to go back into the, the website, BTM website, you'll see all the contact details there. Um, okay. You, you'll get hold of me. Uh, my name is Martin Kelly at Mac, uh, martinkelly at mac.com. Or I'm known as Magic Man in the BTN Slack room that we all belong to. Uh, and you're all very welcome to join. Just send a uh, request, email request to the Jess on the show uh, and say, please let me in. And we'll be happy to bring you into our fold and you can talk and chat with us in the Slack rooms as well. OK, so uh, until the next show, uh, it's good night from me and good night from all the boys. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night.